Welcome to the Stuffed Fabulist on Air, audio commentaries by Jeffrey Grossans from the website www.stuffedfabulous.com. These commentaries present an independent point of view in the form of original fables and parables on psychological, social, political, spiritual, and philosophical questions of today. The ultimate moral or lesson of each tale is left to listeners to decide. Navel-gazing, a favorite put down by those who regularly turn out to be closet navel-gazers themselves, isn't well understood, even by its most committed devotees, a failure explored in the following tale. The Navel Once a navel started gazing back, some might even argue it began to stare back. Whether gazing or staring, the navel adopted its new demeanor out of self-defense. Being gazed at or stared at by the multitudes had grown tiresome long ago, but more recently the attention it attracted had grown so intense that navel stalking might have been a better term for it. The navel didn't have much complaint about those who really couldn't control themselves, and so were guilty at most of bad manners. One look at their gormless expressions made it clear a traffic accident would probably claim more of their interest than a navel if they found themselves presented with a choice. But the same allowance wasn't due the prying eyes of the many more who were out to see whatever they wanted to see in a navel, be it their own or anybody else's. By far, the greatest number of these fell into one of two groups, characterized by the navel as the long hairs and, for lack of a better contrast, the short hairs. As best the navel could determine, the long hairs, who considered themselves very perceptive and sensitive observers, regarded it pretty much as a channel to their inner selves, contemplating it for hours on end, as though expecting it to reveal something they weren't already convinced they knew. If nothing else, then the larger implications of their even being there to gaze at it in the first place. Under this persistent study, nothing about the navel went unremarked, unrecorded, unanalyzed, and undebated. If anything, with so much brain power focused on it, data overload was a constant risk, threatening to bring remarking, recording, analyzing, and debating to a near standstill on occasion, or else to a state resembling cryogenic suspension of all thought whatsoever. The short hairs, who weren't given to these endless intellectual debates and regarded them as pretty much a waste of time, suffered from fixations of their own. They were equally focused upon the navel, but with a marked difference. Contemplation alone was of little interest to them. How could you understand the essence of anything by merely thinking about it, they scoffed. Far better was to touch the thing itself. Only then might you sense powers within it that could not be reduced to explanation. 
that would actually be reduced by explanation, powers that thought would most likely block from flowing through your fingertips and filling every part of you with tingling ecstasy. Despite their differences, these two groups shared an utter disinterest, then, in the navel as navel, it had become convinced, and refused to see in it anything more than their own certainties. How would they feel if the situation were reversed and the navel was the one stalking them, as it were? Would they be prepared for that? Not likely. The truth about the navel wasn't for the faint of heart, nor for any who simply wanted validation of what they wished to be true. In the navel's inward twists lay a deeper reality of muck and miracles few wished to face, one that didn't need defining or embracing. The spirit of the navel let its own dance. Now with generation, now with decay, now with both together, celebrating birth and death and rebirth in every turn, the three of them, audience enough for their eternal round, without a throng of mental or sensual voyeurs. So the best would be for all to back off, and recognize the presumptuous nerve of their ways with the navel. Neither gazing nor staring would bring them closer to its secrets, and was more likely to blind them with conceits of their own making. They'd all benefit from taking a good long look in the mirror instead. More fables and parables, like the one you've just heard, are available for reading, downloading, and forwarding at www.stuffedfabulous.com. Bound collections of tales in the series Likely Stories, Contemporary Fables and Parables, and audio CD collections of selected tales can also be ordered through bookstores or directly through the orders page of the website.